0: Thank you for joining us today. If you're new to The Rock, we would love to connect with you, and you can text Rock of KC to 816 307 1611 for a Connect card. And a member of our team will be in touch with you shortly. If you'd like to partner with us financially, you can give safely and securely through our app and on our website at rockofkc.com. Your generous giving through The Rock supports many ministries here locally and globally. We hope you enjoy this week's message. Well, welcome to the Building Rock. It's great to be um, with you this morning. We have a treat. We have a guest speaker today, and I get the honor of introducing him. But before I do, I want to introduce you to a, a dear friend of mine, Megan Thompson. If you'll stand up. Megan is the Director of Development for Harvesters Reaching the Nation. And if you've been around the rock any time at all, you know that that is one of the countries that is very near and dear to our heart. It's a country that uh, we go to, we, we plant Finances, We've we've just are are all in with um, Harvesters. And um, I want to encourage you today to lean in to all that you hear because we have a guest speaker that's going to be speaking and he's on the board of Harvesters. But Megan um, will be out in the lobby. And if you actually sponsor one of the orphans, at Harvesters, she has a small gift for you. And also, Mama Lily's book is out there if you're interested in that. And so, Megan, thank you for being with us today, this weekend. Yeah. So, again, I have this morning, I have the privilege of introducing our guest speaker. Dr. Yemba and I serve on the board of Harvesters Reaching the Nations, and that's how we became acquainted, that's how we met. But it wasn't until February of this year that I had the opportunity to Zoom with him and hear his story. And his story, it, it, have, you, have you ever heard a story where for a few days you could hardly speak? It was very sobering. It was, I, I had no idea his experience. I had no idea what he had um, been through. I knew he was special. I knew that just our interactions, that he was very precious, but I had no idea his, the story of, of, of all that he had been through. And, it, and it's not, it's like when someone's been to a deep place, it's very obvious the fruit is there. And, um, but I, I got off the, the Zoom and I told Philip we have to have Dr. Yemba come and share his story. And so that's what he's going to do today. I had no idea the caliber of man that he is. He's extremely accomplished. He's a leader to leaders. He's a mentor. He's a spiritual father to many ministers around the world. And he's from South Sudan. He actually was born there, comes from there. And this is an interesting thing that he's a part of. He, <clears throat> there's so many things I could say. Excuse me. Sorry about that. There's so many things I could say about him. But one of the things that God is using him um, right now, he, is, he leads training. It's a Bible-based trauma healing for the army of South Sudan. If you're aware of what's been going on there, the Civil War, he is actually being used to bring the chaplains and the, and the military together the two tribes that have been fighting each other, he is seeing amazing things take place and healing come uh, through that. That's huge. That's a huge, huge thing going on. <clears throat> and he, he's, he's a part of leading that. He's a godly man who walks in integrity and strong character. And I'm gonna ask you to stand and give Dr. Yamba a warm Rock of KC welcome.
1: Please take your seat. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you. You are more than enough. We belong to you. Have your way in us. We ask your Holy Spirit this morning to deposit your word and what you have done in my life. Lord, I ask you that your people will encounter you through every word I read. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 In Africa, amen is very important. When I say, praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right. Thank you so much, Pastor Philip and Susan, for having me here in Rock of KC. I was born and raised in South Sudan. I'm a product of remaining from the war in South Sudan. My mother, my parents used to run with us during the war. The Muslims comes to our village and begin to kill people burning houses down because of our faith. I want us to look to one scripture that will make us to stand as we are beginning this journey from South Sudan to Saudi Arabia and to America. Let's turn to the Gospel of Matthew chapter 6, Verse 33, the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God. Seek the kingdom of God with all his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. We belong to the kingdom of God. We are citizens of the kingdom of God. But to become a citizen comes with a price. And as we go through this journey, as you listen to my testimony, I'm going to testify under a title I call Suffering for the Kingdom of God, suffering for the kingdom of God. My mother was killed by the Muslims because she refused to embrace Islam. See, if she had accepted Islam, she would have not died. But because she refused to accept Islam, she lost her life, which is suffering in the kingdom of God for God's glory. We grow as a little children knowing that we are taking a sight of Jesus, but there will be a price to be paid. And we know Christianity It's not something you receive it and you enjoy it. You go through pain because of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Apostle Paul says one thing in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, all of us belong to Jesus, we have received mercy we pay not but have renounced the hidden things of dishonest, not walking in the craftness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully but by Manifestation of the truth, every man's conscience is the side of God. When we are living as a Christian in this world, we are standing for the truth of God. We are presenting the truth. And as I grow in Sudan, we were segregated. I was not given opportunity to work or to become somebody that I can take and bless my family. And as Apostle Paul says, I knew to handle the word of God. I may not have everything, but one thing I know. I have Jesus and I have the scripture. I've been a friend in the capital city of Sudan called Khartoum, he saw me as a young man, handsome, strong, and he says, I know you don't have a job, but I will take you to a nation that you're supposed not to go, and that is the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. He made all the things that I need to have. He took me to Saudi Arabia. As a Christian, you are landed into a land that has a law that you cannot carry your Bible. You are instructed not to tell anybody about Jesus. You cannot wish Merry Christmas to anybody. It was difficult to me. Why I came to understand that we are living in the world that we will face this. Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy, his disciples, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 12. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted very plain, if you have decided to stand for the truth, if you have decided to walk in the right way of God, for the kingdom of God, you will be persecuted. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Because I choose that as I was involved in underground church, Underground church is a place where you meet in secret. You hide. But before you join the underground church, there are two things you need to know. And you need to sign. Number one, if you are arrested, you are ready to die. If you are arrested, are you ready to die? I say, yes. Number two, if you are arrested, are you ready to take the pain, the suffering, to be tortured, to be beaten? I say, yes. And I join the underground church. Later on, I become the leader of underground church. Being a leader, you are now exposed. The enemy, Satan, begins to go after me. The whole nation looks for me to be arrested. Did I do any crime? No. It's because of this name. I belong to Jesus. Because of that Statement we just sing, if you know, if you have identified yourself in this world that you belong to Jesus, there is a consequence to pain. But don't regret, I was hunted like an animal to be arrested. But the Lord allowed me not to be arrested immediately. Until they discover where I was staying with my wife. But before that, the word of Apostle Paul to Timothy we need to remember this. We are called to follow Jesus, we are called to endure the pain the suffering for Jesus Christ. One night, we were in our house. I was in the first, second floor, and I had my wife running to me and said, they are here, because that is our language. Once she said, they are here, I knew the time has come either to lose my life go to prison and be tortured. And they came in, they arrested me. When they arrested me, we were all taken to the jail with my wife, with the other people. The next day, I stood up, I says, I am the man of the house. You know I'm the pastor of this group. Let everybody go. Then, Let me take the responsibility of everything. And that was the beginning of the journey in Saudi Arabia where I was taken to a jail. As I was taken, I was not treated as a human being. I was treated as a dog. When you have decided... To follow Jesus there's a place where you will not be honored because of his name I was treated as a dog I was called infidel because of my belief and because of what I was doing but I was reminded of the word of Jesus Christ in the gospel of Matthew chapter 10 Verse 22 It says, and you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. You will be rejected in your community, you will be opposed. You will be criticized. Don't worry. Jesus says, At the end, you will be saved and you will see the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. His name is Jesus Christ. The suffering and the pain of this physical body. And in this world, we cannot compare when we are saved and face Jesus to welcome us home. And as I was taken to the jail, treated as infidel, I was not even respected. Every night, for one month and a half, one month and 30 days, every night I will be taken to the room where I will be tortured. I will be beaten in my outward. I will feel the pain in my outward. But deep in my heart, I know, I know, Jesus had said, In my name, because you love me, people will hate you. Because you love me, people, you will be tortured, you will be rejected. I knew. Then I asked Jesus. I said, Jesus, when I'm beaten, when I'm tortured, give me a word to say afterwards. And the Spirit, the Holy Spirit whispered to my ear and said, Tell them thank you. Tell them thank you. And after. They have beaten me, then they will call the guards to drag me out to my cell room. I will say thank you. Sometimes they get angry because it seems like they have not beaten me enough. This song today, thank you, worship team. Jesus is more than enough. Even though I was beaten very badly, but Jesus was more than enough for me to sustain the pain and to stand for him. Because Apostle Paul says something in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. This is what Paul says, Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifested in our body. Dying Jesus. That the life of Jesus may be manifested in our bodies. That we may be going through pain as Jesus went through the pain. We may be going through something that caused us to lose life. Jesus went through; he was beaten, he was tortured. He did not retaliate, he did not say anything. And I, every time I remember these scriptures, I feel I gain more power from God because Jesus already paid for that, and I'm, it's just to be manifested in me. Torturing is the most painful thing in the nation that hates Jesus Christ. There was a time after torturing me for almost that month, they decided to leave me in the room so that I can die. A room of three an A plus 8 and no AC, no window, no light. They decided, decided until if I denounce Jesus except Islam, I will be given food or water or they will take me to where there is AC. I said no. For seven days, in that room, I realized my whole body was shutting down. I called the guard, at the door they have a small lint that If the God will open that small lid, I will place my nose to that lid and to inhale the cool air from the corridor. But the God refused and says, until you accept Islam, we are instructed not to open for you anything. When you are ready to accept, I say no. I went back to the room. I was, I took all the clothes from my body because my body could not bear anything. And I looked to heaven. I didn't pray. I looked to heaven. I said, Jesus, you know how much I love you. Despite of the pain, I will not deny you. But, if it is your will, take me home now. Take me home. Let me go home. Let them come and find only my body. When my spirit is up, is with you, take me home, Jesus as I stopped speaking Jesus responded by opening the ceiling of that room and a cool air began to drop on me. I live in that room with a supernatural cool air from God. Not man-made air-conditioned. This is the God that we serve. This is the God that we serve. This is Jesus that we know. We serve a God who hears us. It was not easy. Many times when I'm tortured in that room, I feel like maybe this is my last day. And Jesus will visit me. I will hold my shoulder. I will hear that audible voice saying, Son, I am here with you. Jesus is with us all the time, we belong to Him. We belong to Jesus. Jesus says in one of his meetings in Matthew 10, 28, and do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can. We are living in this world that we will face suffering against our physical body. But there is a promise. Let us not be afraid to serve God. Let us not be afraid to serve God. Stand in the principle of his kingdom. One night, I was taken as a user to be tortured, but that night the captain says you born again christian you says we should not smoke i say i did not say that in your cigarette packet you can see warning about cancer so it's not me because i'm a born again christian then he say okay I said, because my body is the temple of God. I cannot destroy it. So he said, okay. So he called another officer, two of them, sit in the room where there is no light. They turn off the light and they put TV screen on. And I sit in front of them. They instructed me. says, we are going to smoke. We are going to smoke the cigarette in front of you, and we want you not to blink your eyes. We are going to blow the cigarette smoke into your eyes. I said, Jesus, as they begin to blow the smoke of the cigarette into my eyes, Deep in my spirit, I say, yes, Jesus, you suffer in your physical body for me. What I'm doing now, I'm fulfilling what you have said. That we will go through it. Not long ago, my eyes went blind. I couldn't see the pain i couldn't bear the pain i couldn't see my physical eyes i thought i will not see it again i will not have eyes to see tears only running from my eyes and they after finish how do you feel he said, I feel bad of course. so they called the guard. I was taken to the room again. After they decided to take me to where the Osama Bin Laden, fighters were locked in one of the room. I was taken there. They, they hope for them that, if I'm taken there as a pastor, these people will not take time to kill me in that room. But when I went, was taken to the room, I decided to go to the restroom. I saw three giant men followed me behind. They came behind me, and says, uh, why did you come to our country to pollute our nation with Christianity and to kill, to build church? He so said, I did not come to pollute your country. I love you. I love the king. Then they say, anyway, we are going to hang you here in the restroom. Today is your last day. I say, before you hang me, can I say a word? I said, I want you to know that if you will hang me, I will die here. I love you so much. I die in love. I want you to know I will never regret or hate you. And they says. Is it because you're a pastor? I say no. The Bible says, Let me love my enemy. I love you. And lastly, they say, go. Many of them could not sleep at night. One of them came and told me, can I talk to you? I say, yes. Say, how do you sleep? You don't know when you are going to be executed. I say, because of Jesus. And he called other five. And he called others, become 18, to listen to what Jesus, who Jesus is. They came with two questions How did Saul become Paul? How? Number two, why you worship three gods? I say, no. Paul became Saul became Paul because Jesus appeared to him when he was going to Damascus to persecute a person like me to kill and Jesus appeared to him We are not worshiping three gods we worship one god You have three names your name is Muhammad Ali Juma How many people are there one person it's all your name. And they says the Quran have lied to us. And they receive Jesus. <laughs> when I was, I was released to be taken back to Sudan, to be executed in my country, and the Lord intervened, the ambassador, American ambassador to Saudi Arabia, heard about my story. And he talked to the State Department to arrange for my coming and my wife to U.S. to go to school. And that's why I'm here today. And here in America, God called me to speak for him, to go back to my country where my mother was killed because of her faith for me to keep talking about the faith of my mother and the gospel. Today, before I close, I don't know what you are going through Maybe it's your first time to come to this church today. but I would like to invite you to meet Jesus who saved me from the jail of Saudi Arabia. Who delivered me, I would have died. But because of Jesus, he saved me. Everything in our life, Jesus is the solution. If you are here, you have not embraced him. You have not accepted him. Let's bow our heads down. I invite you to raise up your hand and I will pray with you to accept Jesus. Thank you. 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 Pray after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I open my heart to accept you as my Lord and Savior. Cleanse my sin. Jesus, from today, I have decided to follow you. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. I confess with my mouth and I believe with my heart that
0: you are my Lord. Amen.